This is Rama for Today Radio. Now I know that through the years we have spent much time studying what Christ has done for us. Most sermons are along that line. But very little time has been given to what He does in us. There has been even less time given to what He's doing for us now in His great high priestly office at the right hand of God the Father. His entire ministry for us would have been a total failure were He not carrying on a ministry now at the right hand of God the Father in our behalf. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. This week, Brother Hagen begins a new series, The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ. Believers have spent a great deal of time studying what Christ did for them on the cross, but very little time has been given to learning what He does in us and what He is doing for us now at the right hand of God. Kenneth E. Hagen examines Jesus' role as our high priest, advocate, intercessor, and shepherd. He explains that with the Lord on our side, we have need to experience abundant life. This is a great teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen. I'd like today for you to open your Bibles with me, please to the ninth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 9, and we shall read verses 11 and 12 for our text. Now shall we read Hebrews chapter 9, verses 11 and 12. But Christ, being come, and high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. This verse of scripture, as you can well see, of course has to do with the high priestly ministry of Christ. It says, but Christ being come and a high priest of good things to come, the high priestly ministry of Christ at the right hand of the Father is one of the rarest features of the revelation given to the Apostle Paul. Not only does Paul tell us in his writings in the epistles what Christ did for us in his substitutionary work on the cross, but Paul has also made us to know what the Spirit, Holy Spirit does in the individual life. I know there's a question in the mind of some in theological circles concerning the authorship of Hebrews. Some do not think that Paul is the author. But in my own mind, it is quite conclusive that this is part of the Pauline revelation because it fits in like a jigsaw puzzle, so to speak, sits together. The language is that of Paul. It is a revelation of what Jesus did from the time he was made sin on the cross until he sat down on the right hand of majesty on high. The entire work is given to us in this wonderful unveiling in the book of Hebrews. 
There are some references elsewhere, but primarily this is found in Hebrews. There are four phases to this revelation that God gave to Paul. The first is what God through Christ did for us in his great substitution. Second, what the Holy Spirit through the word does in us now in the new birth and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Third, what Jesus is doing for us now in his present day ministry at the right hand of God the Father. And fourth, what his word and his love does through us in ministering. Now I know that through the years we have spent much time studying what Christ has done for us. Most sermons are along that line. But very little time has been given to what he does in us. There has been even less time given to what he's doing for us now in his great high priestly office at the right hand of God the Father. His entire ministry for us would have been a total failure were he not carrying on a ministry now at the right hand of God the Father in our behalf. Jesus died as a lamb, but he arose as the Lord High Priest. His first ministry after he arose is mentioned in John the 20th chapter, verse 11, and then verse 15 through 17. Now let's read these verses. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father and to my God and your God. Now Christ is not talking here about the ascension and seating at the right hand of the Father. The Word of God tells us that sometime later he appeared to the disciples. And when they thought that he was a ghost, for you know when he appeared to them, they said it's a spirit or a ghost. He said, Luke 24, 39, Handle me, for a spirit hath not flesh and bone. Many days afterwards he ascended up on high and was seated on the right hand of the Father. Now obviously, when Mary saw him and he said, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended, he had not ascended to the right hand of God. Why did he say to Mary, Touch me not? When a few days later he told the disciples to touch him. He meant that he died as the substitute lamb, but he arose as the Lord High Priest. When Mary saw him, he said, Don't touch me. For he was on his way to enter into the heavenly holy of holies to present his blood as an eternal offering or sacrifice 
for our sins. And of course that had happened. And he had come back then after ascending into the heavenly holders of holies and presenting his blood as an eternal offering for our sins. When he had come back and appeared to the disciples and they said it's a ghost or a spirit, he said, handle me. In other words, touch me. A spirit had not flesh and bones. So it was all right to touch him then after that he had entered into the heavenly holies of holies. Hebrews 2, second chapter, 14th through 17th verse reads, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Now the word tells us here that he is merciful and a faithful, a merciful and a faithful high priest. Not in things pertaining to men, but in things, notice it says, pertaining to God. You see, friends, the claims of justice had to be satisfied in things pertaining to God as well as the demands of men being met. It was necessary that as a high priest he should make propitiation for the sins of the people. Our text here in Hebrews 9, 11 and 12 we read to begin with says, But Christ, being come and high priest of good things to come, by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. He had to carry his blood into the heavenly holies of holies and seal the document of our redemption with it. Under the old covenant, which Paul is referring to here, the high priest would enter into the holy of holies once a year and offer the blood of innocent animals that were slain as a sacrifice for the sins of the people. Their sins would then be covered for another year. But Christ entered in once and for all. This is one ministry that he never has to do again. He does not enter the Holy of Holies year after year as the high priest of old did. He entered in once and for all to obtain an eternal redemption for us. His blood is the guarantee, so to speak, of our redemption. That is what he's on his way to do when Mary saw him. And he said, don't touch me. Now, he had already taken care of our redemption when the disciples saw him. Because he said, now you can touch me. When he ascended to heaven and sat down at the right hand of the Father, later on he began another ministry, not the redemptive one, which is a once-for-all ministry and doesn't have to be done anymore. The word atonement doesn't appear in the New Testament. The word translated atonement, and in the King James translation, the word atonement is found one time. But the Greek word translated atonement in this verse is actually redemption. You see, atonement is an Old Testament word 
which simply means to cover. And as in the case of the Old Testament, cover the sins of Israel, while the sins were borne away by the scapegoat. The nature in man that had caused him to sin was yet to be dealt with. But the nature in man that would make him lie, the nature in man that would make him steal, the sin nature in man that had caused him to break the law was a thing that God had to cover. Under the New Testament, Jesus dealt with that. He took that nature away by the sacrifice of himself. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. When you call or go online, you'll be able to purchase the Heart of God package. The book from Ken Hagen, Listen to Your Heart, Kenneth E. Hagen's DVD, Just Know God, and his slimline books, The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ and Right and Wrong Thinking. All these resources are $24.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Winter Bible Seminar 2015. That's right. February the 15th. One of my favorite times. Yeah, February the 15th through the 20th, right here on, on the, the Rama campus. Mm-hmm. Call 1-888-FAITH-99 for the Heart of God package for only $24.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series, The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.